Hi, my name is Adam Bergman, and today we're going to talk about the single-member checkbook IRA LLC versus the multiple-member checkbook IRA LLC, and what is the best type of structure for your self-directed IRA. So this podcast is really going to focus on the checkbook LLC, meaning one would use a limited liability company as a vehicle to make self-directed investments. This is in contrast to a custodian-directed self-directed IRA, where, for example, the custodian will make the real estate purchase or, or execute the other transaction, and no LLC will be used, but the transaction will go directly through the custodian. That certainly has some advantages and also some disadvantages, but for the purpose of this podcast, we're going to talk about using an LLC to make self-directed IRA investments. So clearly, the choice between a single-member LLC and a multiple-member LLC is not very difficult if you only have one IRA. If you have either a traditional IRA or a Roth IRA or a SEP IRA or a simple IRA, and you're looking to use that one particular account to make a self-directed IRA investment and want to use an LLC to make the investment, then clearly the choice between a single-member LLC and a multiple-member LLC is, is not very difficult since you don't have two accounts, and thus you would not even fall into the category of a multiple-member LLC. So let's talk about some of the advantages of using an LLC. Number one, a single-member LLC is treated as a disregarded entity for tax purposes, meaning from a tax standpoint, it's treated as a tax invisible. A single-member LLC does not file its own tax return. Take the example of an individual. Not an IRA, but an individual who, for example, opens a pizza restaurant and wants to use uh, an LLC. If that individual is a sole owner of the LLC, that LLC will be treated as a disregarded entity for tax purposes. It's called a single-member LLC because there's one member, one owner. And that individual would report his income and losses on his IRS Form 1040, his individual tax return, using a Schedule C, as in Charlie, to report the income from the investment. That would be the place to do it on the Schedule C. Now, if you look at an IRA, an IRA is not an individual. It does not file a tax return. So when it comes to an IRA and a single-member LLC, since the LLC is a disregarded entity for tax purposes and does not file its own tax return, there's actually no tax return filing for an LLC wholly owned by one IRA. Because that IRA is exempt from tax under Section 408 or 408A for a Roth IRA, and that IRA does not file a tax return, the uh, LLC, since it's owned by one IRA, does not file a tax return. So it's very simple from a tax administrative standpoint. Uh, there's no tax return, very easy to administer, very clean. And, of course, it's very easy to make additional contributions because your IRA is going to own 100% of the LLC before. And if you add 5000 or 5500 or roll over 40000 from another IRA, it's still going to own 100%. The only thing that will change is the capital accounts or the basis your IRA will have in the LLC. That would increase based off the amount invested. But from a ownership standpoint, your IRA will still own 100%. So very clean and easy. Let's talk about an LLC now or a situation where an individual has two IRA accounts or a situation where there's two people that have an IRA that want to use one LLC to make their investment. So let's take uh, an example of uh, John and, and Bob who each have an IRA who want to combine their funds from each of their IRAs to buy a piece of property. 
Now, of course, each of them could set up their own LLC and then have a third LLC, kind of the investment co or new co, be the real estate purchase entity that will buy the real estate, and each Joe and Bob will each own uh, or their IRAs will own a percentage in the underlying LLC based off the amount invested. So if each of their IRAs put in $50,000 into that third LLC, then each of their IRA LLCs would own 50% of the third LLC. But let's say they don't want to form that third LLC. Let's say they just want to set up one LLC that will be owned by their IRAs proportionally based off the amount of their IRAs, and then that LLC will buy the property. Now we have a situation where we have a multiple-member LLC, an LLC owned by two or more members. In this case, they're IRAs. An LLC owned by two or more members is treated as a partnership for tax purposes. Now, a partnership is still a flow-through entity. It's not a corporate entity, so it doesn't file its own um, – it doesn't pay its own corporate taxes, for example. It's still a flow-through entity, kind of like a funnel. So in the case of a partnership, the members or owners pay tax on the allocated share of income, not the partnership. So a multiple-member LLC is treated as a partnership for tax purposes. IRS Form 1065 needs to be filed. Uh, generally, again, there's no uh, federal income tax uh, on the partnership – at the partnership level. There would be certainly tax at the uh, owner or member level, and the sa same with a state return would apply. Uh, all states pretty much require that partnerships file state returns. Most states don't impose a, a tax on the actual partnership income, whereas uh, the, the members of the uh, partnership would pay the uh, allocated share of income tax. So the multiple member LLC is treated as a partnership. It does file a tax return, unlike a disregarded entity or a single member LLC that does not file its own tax return in the case of an IRA. So you do save um, the potential of setting up two different LLCs. So you could save some money in terms of the uh, setup of the structure because you're not going to need two separate IRA LLC structures. You'll need one LLC that will be wholly owned by two IRAs, for example. So if uh, Joe and Bob each had $50,000 in an IRA and they funded this LLC through their IRA custodian, each with $50,000, they would each own a 50% interest in this LLC, or their IRAs would. And the LLC would be treated as a partnership for tax purposes since there's two or more owners. They would report their income or losses on IRS Form 1065. The interesting ha thing happens is what happens after that. See, if someone owns a LLC with another person and there's two or more people that own the LLC, again, that's a partnership for tax purposes and a Form 1065 has to be filed with the IRS. And then that individual would report their income tax, which they would receive through a K-1. Now, a K-1 is part of a partnership return and basically tells each partner what their allocated share of income or losses are, which they would need to then put on their 1040 income tax return so they can pay their taxes and file their tax return properly. Now, again, we're talking here about IRAs, not individuals. So IRAs don't pay tax again. So what happens to these K-1s? You can't send a K-1 to an individual because the individual doesn't own the LLC. IRAs don't file tax returns. They don't file 1040s. So what exactly happens to these K-1s? Well, actually, what we suggest our clients to do is the K-1 should be sent to the IRA custodian as custodian for you know, Jim's IRA or Bob's IRA. A copy would go to the custodian, uh, would be sent to their address using their tax ID number. Uh, they would probably just file it away since the custodian doesn't file a tax return for the IRA, and a copy would go to the IRS. That's technically uh, what should happen 
A lot of custodians don't want the K-1s, uh, but arguably that's probably what should happen. Now, it's, it's certainly advisable to work with an accountant or a tax lawyer or a tax professional who has some experience with partnership returns, but a K-1 would want to be completed, filed, sent to the custodian for each IRA, so there would be two K-1s for two, LO, two IRAs, also copies to the IRS. A partnership return would, would need to be filed, 1065. Again, no tax would be paid because partnerships don't pay tax. They're a flow-through entity, a partnership, uh, but it would need to be reported, at least the income allocated to each member on the K-1s. So why would someone do a multiple LLC instead of two separate LLCs? Saving money. Uh, each LLC costs money. There's filing fees. There's setup fees. Got to do an operating agreement, tax ID number for each LLC. So there's some cost savings for doing one LLC. Although at the end of the day, you're not really saving much money because you, you now have accounting fees. So someone has to file this partnership return. And maybe you use TurboTax or another online service and maybe you pay anywhere from 100 to $200. Or maybe you hire an accountant who can charge anywhere from three to five or six hundred dollars. So you are saving a little bit of money up front, but each year your partnership or your multiple member LLC stays in existence and holds the IRA asset, whether it's real estate or gold or private business investments or, or the like. It will have to file this partnership return, which for most people uh, who don't have the capacity or the interest to file their own um, return. That's an added cost that um, a single member LLC won't have after the setup. So that's something to keep in mind. A lot of people look at these upfront fees, which which could be, you know, fifty, sixty percent more for a if you did two single member LLCs versus just a multiple member LLC. But at the end of the day, if you're keeping the structure open for four or five, six years, I think it makes sense. I think it's cleaner, uh, and I'll get into that right now of what I mean by cleaner. So if you go back to our example of the single-member LLC, someone needs to put in additional money to pay for real estate expenses or taxes or, or anything related to the IRA investment. There's no ownership issue because that IRA is going to own 100% before and 100% after uh, with the additional funds. Now, in a partnership setting, if the, take the example of Joe and Bob who each put in $50,000. If Joe, for example, needs to put in additional money and Bob doesn't or vice versa, now you have something called dilution, where because someone's putting in more money than the other, the percentage interests change. And some custodians don't want to allow that because of the complexity in the accounting, uh, the fear that it could trigger a prohibitive transaction, which um, I'm, I'm not convinced that that would be the case because you're only dealing with IRA funds. There's no personal funds being Used So I really don't think there's an issue of self-dealing or conflict of interest under 4975 of the tax code, but some custodians feel that way. So you do have dilution, which could change the dynamics of the deal because a deal with someone or both partners thought would be a 50-50 deal, for example, could be changed if one partner puts in more money in the future and the other doesn't. You also have a confusing situation if you have a Roth, which is an after-tax account and a traditional IRA or pre-tax as the two members. If one account, i.e. the Roth, puts in more money and the traditional doesn't, now you have a dilution of the pre-tax IRA at the expense of the Roth IRA. Maybe the IRS could argue income shifting. Um, they could maybe argue there's no purpose to the additional contribution. It's really a sham, and the only purpose is to dilute your pre-tax IRA in favor of your Roth IRA. 
things like that you need to be aware of. Uh, gets com- complex when you have multiple IRAs with uh, multiple additional contributions or capital calls and gets even more confusing when you have Roth and pre-tax money, potential tax issues. So all in all, clearly for most people who are just using one IRA, it's not even an issue. You're going to go with one LLC. It's going to be disregarded entity for tax purposes, no tax return, easy to administer, clean. You can add more funds, percentage interest stay the same. Very simple. Multiple member LLC, someone who has two IRAs, a Roth, a traditional, or wants to team up with another uh, IRA, be it family member, friend, colleague, the like. Um, I think personally setting up two LLCs is cleaner. Yeah, you're going to have some upfront costs, but you're going to probably save money in the long run because you're not going to have any accounting fees. No partnership return will be required. Uh, you're not going to have to deal with complexities of adding money, dilution, potential tax issues if you have Roth and pre-tax money. So all in all, I think it makes sense to do this single-member LLC, even if you have multiple accounts or multiple IRAs. Um, something you certainly want to discuss with whoever's setting up your structure. Also talk to your accountant about his or her uh, feel and capacity for filing a partnership return, uh, costs, things like that. But uh, I think it's, it's something that uh, I would suggest that someone looks closely at uh, when looking to use multiple IRAs is is using two separate LLCs. At that point, you can have the title in the real estate, if you're doing real estate, in both LLCs' names. Or if you're in a state that has very low filing fees for the LLC, you maybe want to set up another LLC below it to make the investment, although now you're back into the partnership issue because you're going to have that real estate investment LLC owned by two IRAs. So the IRA LLC, excuse me, so that LLC will also be a partnership. Another reason if you're a husband and wife or a a friend, colleague looking to joint venture to do separate LLCs, it just makes things easier if one person wants out of the deal or if one person's going to hit 70 years old and have to make requirement and distributions and the other's not. Now you have issues about how distributions are made to the person that needs the money to cover the RMD and the other person doesn't. In an LLC, the distributions have to be made pro rata. So, in fact, the person that doesn't want the money is going to need to take a distribution and then contribute it back to the LLC. And now you have dilution because someone's one of the partners is taking money out. The other partner is taking it out and putting it back in. It adds a lot of confusion. So just to summarize, I think it makes a lot of sense, uh, I think, uh, to do a single-member LLC for each IRA making investments, whether it's husband and wife, friends, traditional or Roth. Uh, I think if you're doing traditional Roth, especially you may want to consider separate LLCs because you can now allocate certain investments for your Roth and pre-tax, whereas if it's all in one LLC, uh, everything goes pro rata. So if your Roth IRA owns 50% and your pre-tax IRA owns 50%, all the assets of the LLC, the income and and losses or profits go 50-50. You can't just allocate one asset for the Roth and one for the uh, pre-tax IRA. Everything's aggregated in the LLC level. But if you use separate LLCs, you can pick certain investments for your Roth and certain for your pre-tax IRA, whatever suits you best. It's cleaner, easier to take requirement of distributions, easier to add money, probably save you money because you don't have to file a partnership return. Um, Again, I'm Adam Bergman. I'm a tax partner with the IRA Financial Group. I hope you enjoyed uh, this podcast found it interesting. Um, This is just yet another 
one of the podcasts in a series of uh, – a continuing series, that is, of uh, self-directed retirement uh, topics, uh, questions that I get from clients that I wanted to share with everyone because uh, I think they're important to um, learn about, understand. Uh, there's some specific rules when it comes to retirement investing. It's very important to be aware of them. I'm sure all of you have worked really hard for your retirement money, and you want to certainly keep it safe. Uh, safe from the IRS and making sure you're doing very tax-efficient structures and investments. Um, if you have additional questions, I can be reached at um, Adam B, A-D-A-M, B as in boy, Adam B at irafinancialgroup.com or 800-472-0646, extension 12, 800-472-0646, extension 12. You can check out irafinancialgroup.com. We have over... 600 pages on our, our blog and uh, many more pages on our website that talk about various issues when it comes to self-directed retirement investments. I uh, hope everyone enjoyed it. Thanks for listening, and uh, I will have a new podcast uh, very shortly. Thank you again.